Hey guys, and welcome back to the Sauce Podcast. Um, it is currently 2.55 on a Monday, March 29th, and I'm back with a new recording because there's a few things I wanted to talk about and a few things that, in general, I just wanted to go over. Um, basically, just what I've been up to since my last recording. Um, there is one coming out today a podcast so you guys will hear that one before you guys hear this one my second episode is probably just going to be um well not probably because I already recorded it but it is like just a little update and like a where I'm at with this podcast and where I'm going with this podcast type of recording and it's just like a little update um today I'm going to be I'm going to be more like I'm going to be a little bit more um like subject oriented like I'm gonna have a subject for this episode and what I wanted to talk about is a little bit on astrology and how I've been coping with um being a little bit upset or just in general um not happy and how I've been using astrology to kind of deal with my emotions I know it sounds silly but I wanted to give you guys a little like in-depth um tutorial on how to use this app called CoStar that I've been using and I think it would help a lot of people it's also really freaking amazing and my friend showed it to me um but before I do talk about that I want to I want to talk about my weekend um I did go to Long Beach this weekend with one of my friends and it was something that I didn't know I needed until I did it and it was freaking crazy um how much it had like cleared my mind and just in general made me feel like so relaxed and just carefree and happy and I haven't felt like that in a long time um and I didn't realize that until I went on this vacation and I was just a little mini vacation I was kind of just enjoying myself and having fun with my friends um and I do want to thank my friend for going on me going with me on that vacation because had I not went on I probably would not be as happy as I am right now and this is like a thing I like to talk about is my emotions changing very drastically and then me not understanding my emotions half the time because I'm more trying to focus on getting myself in a better state of mind and not realizing that sometimes I just need to take a step back and realize that things don't always happen in a snap of a finger you gotta just roll with it and you know eventually it comes full circle and your emotions change your emotions change I don't know if that makes any sense basically I'm just trying to say that every day is a roller coaster but you go through it you get off it and then you get back on because it was that damn fun you know what I mean um so yeah I I went on a little mini vacation and we got to do like a bunch of stuff. If you follow me on Snapchat, you've probably seen a few of my videos or Instagram. I did post a lot there. Um, And then there's something that I did want to, something else I did want to talk about, like, um, not my mental health, but like my physical health. I do have this um, condition called angina. And I know it's, like, a funny name, and I laugh every time. Like, I snicker every time I freaking hear it. But in general, it actually is a very serious and also, I believe, very common um, things that people deal with on a daily basis. And it's basically where you feel pressure on your chest. And I've been dealing with that the past um, 
few or a couple months, I can't remember when the first time I realized I couldn't breathe under normal, like, circumstances, like, it's just, it was just hard, um, whew, sorry, and so I, um, I, I don't want to, like, give myself any bad luck, or, like, I don't want to, like, put any bad vibes out there, but I do have stable angina, and there is such a thing as unstable angina, angina, and that is, where you are more susceptible to a heart attack and I what an unstable angina is is when you have heavy time or hard time breathing even when you're just relaxing and a stable angina can also become unstable very quickly if you're not treating it correctly and I'm taking medication for it and that's something that I'm like a little irritated about because I um I don't like talking about it and I don't like talking about it to most people because they kind of look at me and they're like, oh, heart attack, you're too young to have a heart attack, in which I, I kind of hope I am. Like, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to say it in a way where it's going to make me look like I don't know what I'm talking about, but in just in general, I just can't see myself. Oh, taking medication for the rest of my life on something that I just feel like I can have full control over. Um, unfortunately, it is something that you have to medic that you have to take medication for in order for it to get better. Um, but also, it's also a thing that could potentially kill you. <laughs> so um, I just want to let everybody know that I'm fine as of now, and I think I'm gonna be fine. I'm just gonna take care of it and kick it in the in the butt while I can and get rid of it hopefully if it goes away I'm not really sure I've I have a an appointment with a cardiolo cardiologist in about a month and um I'll let you guys know what goes on when I go there um but yeah other than that I guess we can get into today's topic of astrology so my mental health has been um at its all-time low I would say maybe maybe not all-time low it was a little bit more unstable when I was um, in my relationship. Um, now that I'm alone, I can kind of focus on myself and I can do my own things. Um, and so what I wanted to talk about is something that I've been using to deal with that. And a lot of my coping mechanisms come from astrology and reading about my just my placement in life. And my placement... I believe they're my placement numbers or whatever is 555 which stand for change and involvement and I want to get a tattoo of that very soon. I'm going to get a tattoo of that very soon because it's I, I noticed a lot of like 555 everywhere and it's just like that's just my placement number. And as I think it's funny because um, ironically the thing that scares me the most is change or it used to anyways and I realized that change has been the best thing for me and it's gotten me nowhere but higher and better and just in general a more clear path and focus on where my life is headed as much as change scares me and as much as I don't like things to change drastic drastically I feel like that's something that I think the universe knows that I need because I I don't do anything better than change um and that's that you know, so I think, ironically, it's like the universe trying to help me get rid of one of my biggest fears. 
Um, and so I found this app, CoStar, which, by the way, this podcast is not sponsored by CoStar. Nothing like that. I don't have any sponsors. I'm not even that cool yet, guys. Um, but I do like to help people, and I do like to give people um, a little insight on, um, like, what I do in order to help with my mental health, because people do ask me, and this is one of the apps that I've been using. I was actually using the pattern for a long time, and I did not like it, because it's just, I like it, but then I didn't, because it wasn't as forward and direct as CoStar is, and my friend showed me CoStar, um, and she helped me with everything, and now I'm more into using CoStar, and it gives me, like, little updates, um, so, you open it up, and I, I wish I could show you guys this, but, um, you'd have to see it for yourself, you'd open up the app, and it tells you good afternoon, tells you your name, tells you the, um, the weather outside and everything, and then it gives you, like, a little quote, um, when you first open the app, and the app, and the quote that I have today is, the trick is to know enough that you don't have to say a word. Speaks volumes, you know. And then it says, power and thinking and creativity, sex and love and self. Pressure and spirituality and social life, trouble with routine. Which is my updates for today. If you go to the, if you go underneath that, it's going to have a little button that says all updates. You will post that, or you will click that. And I'll get into that in a minute, but I wanted to talk to you guys more about um, my chart. And my chart is my my science chart. Um, and I'm going to read them to you guys because this is me. And, um, and it does play a big part in my life. And it, it makes me realize, like, why certain things are the way they are. Because I am a Taurus, but I have a lot of um, Leo and Ari's... Um, traits, you know, um, so my chart for my ascendant and my moon is Leo, my Pluto is Sagittarius, my Neptune and Uranus is Aquarius, my Jupiter is Pisces, my Aries, or no, my Venus, Mercury, and Saturn is in Aries, and then I'm Sun and Mars in Taurus, um, so the Sun determines your ego identity and your role in life. Um, your moon rules your emotions, moods, and your feelings. Ascendant is the mask you present to people. Um, your, mer your mercury determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. Your Venus determines how and what you love. Your Mars is the planet of aggression, so it's your aggression. Your Jupiter is um, your so like the social planets. It rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. Saturn is the other social planet, and it rules responsibility, restriction, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Uh, your Uranus stays in each sign for seven years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. Your Neptune stays in each sign. For around 14 years, it means it rules generation more than a person. Um, and then your Pluto stays in each sign for up to 30 years, and it means it, and it rules generation more than a person. Um, so basically all of these are like your characteristics and the way you go about life and your emotions, love, sex, compatibility with other people, the way you think, the way you act. It all rules in um, a certain sign's favor, and so I'm going to read you my sun, which is my 
ego identity and role in life. Okay, and so my sun is in Taurus. It, it's the core of who I am and the sign you're most likely to already know. Your sun is in Taurus, meaning you are fundamental, fundamentally stable, deliberate, and practical, though somewhat stubborn. Your sensual side takes comfort and pleasure very seriously. You appreciate nice things when they're useful and meaningful. People appreciate how reliable you are. It's in your 10th house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from other others through goals, success, and responsibilities. So basically what it's saying is um, my role in life is, you know, somewhat stubborn. I'm fundamentally fundamentally stable, deliberate, and practical, and I'm also reliable, and people appreciate that about me, which is very awesome to hear because I always like want to be a shoulder for people and I want to be there for people and I've always been that for somebody I've always been a shoulder to cry on or a, a number to text just because it's in my head I don't I know what it feels like to not have somebody on your side and if you ever feel like you need to reach out to me I promise you I will always be there I will drop everything I'm doing and I will help you because I've never gotten that in return and I know how it feels it sucks it's making me want to jump off a cliff a couple times you know because it's just hard um and so that's kind of how um that's like that's the core of who I am you know and another thing I, I really want to touch on is um I appreciate nice things when they're useful and meaningful I've been told multiple times in my life that I'm very materialistic and that I am very spoiled and that I like nice things for face value and I will I don't know why people get that impression of me. It's maybe because I have a lot of nice things and I have a lot of nice things that I don't even use because the face value is not what I look at. It's the heart that goes behind it. I was given nice gifts for five years in a relationship and everything meaningful to me is the things I still use today. I was more in love with the little squish mole that I got for, I believe it was Valentine's Day, over a pair of $150 pair of shoes that I hardly even look at today because shoes aren't it, there was no love given given with those it was just like like a, a price tag type of thing and I don't like when people call me out for having nice things or being gifted nice things because I never ask for nice things and when I do it's more because it's something that's that I am gonna appreciate in the long run like um just like in general my my uh, my Nintendo um, Animal Crossing Switch, that was the gift that was so expensive, but I didn't care about how much it costed. Um, I would have taken... What was... What is that? What is 
Okay, um, reminder to edit that out. Anyways, um, I, I would have taken like a $5 little keychain ring that had Tom Nook on it or something because in my head it was more of the way that people think of me when they see something as opposed to how much something costs and how nice it would look on me. So I was I appreciated when I read that because I knew in my heart that it was never about how much something costed. It was always about how much it meant to me. Um, and so, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and read my moon, which is my emotions, moods, feelings. And this is the one that I really um, like to go in depth with because this is this is the way that I like to cope with my feelings and emotions. Um this is likely the sign you most think of yourself as, since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. Um, also, my moon is in Leo. Just wanted to put that out there. Your moon is in Leo, meaning your emotion. Your emotional self is dramatic, proud, oppress expressive, idealistic, and somewhat self-centered. You need a lot of love, care, and validation from other people. It's in your first house, meaning you find security and safety through your self-image. And because it's your first house, your moon in Leo is hyper-present -pres in your personality. So what that's saying is that's, it's, um, it's very strongly there. Is that, I'm pretty sure is that what that means. Um... The moon rules my emotions, moods, and feelings, and my feelings is that I'm emotional, I'm dramatic, I'm proud, expressive, idealistic, I'm self-centered, um, but I'm self-centered in the most humble way, I feel like, um, and I don't believe in self-centered as a bad thing. I believe it's something that people need in order to give themselves what they aren't able to get from other people. I believe you should be able to give yourself everything that you can get from other people because at the end of the day um you have like your your heart your light your love just you like you just you in general your being you have that at the end of the day and you need to be able to give yourself back what you give to others um and you can't give yourself what you don't give you can't give to other people what you don't give to yourself which is either love you know which is either just anything I in in general my my mind's a little bit messed up today you guys um I've been thinking a lot but um basically you just can't give other people what you can't give to yourself and self-centered is something that I think I'm I am in the most humble way it's not that I think I'm superior or better than anybody um it's just that I know my worth and I understand where what it takes for me to feel loved and valued and um and cared for you know I need a lot of love care and validation from other people um I'm not afraid to admit that it's something that I work on I don't feel like I want to I don't want to depend on other people's like validation but part of me feels like like yeah I I, I will admit that I do at times because I'm very um, insecure and I don't have a lot of validation for myself at the, at the moment but also a lot of that's been taken from me and it's not it hasn't really been given to me 
um, throughout my life, um, validation. I've always had people pick me apart and I've always had people tell me what's wrong with me and it's hard to find people that will tell you what's actually good with you. Recently, I've been finding people like that and recently I've been talking to people who give back what I give. You know, they, they, they love to give and not receive the compliments that I will give to people constantly. Um, I, like I said, people pick me apart a lot and people will give me crap about little every little thing that I do and I found ways to like not give a shit and kind of just go on about my day and do whatever the fuck I feel like I want to do um and so yeah it's just in order for for me to be happy I I do feel like I need love care and validation from people but also I do understand that I'm worth more than what other people are willing to give me um and maybe some days it's different. Maybe some days I feel like I'm not worth anything. But there's there's days where I have like a good head on my shoulders and I'm ready to conquer the day and just be happy and not give a shit if people find that rude or annoying or stupid or just in general dumb. Somebody ha always has something to say. And they're always going to have something to say. So why give a fuck if they're going to say anything today? That's the way I go about life. Um, I'm deeply comfortable when I'm alone. That's something I want to touch on very quickly and also very elaborately. I am comfortable being alone. I love going places by myself. I love being in my head with myself and thinking and giving myself criticism, giving myself compliments, love, just love in general, and just giving myself things that I need, that I've felt like I've needed from other people in the past. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being alone, um. I know it's it's hard for some people, but I think the issue, the reason why it's so hard is because nobody's comfortable being alone. That a lot of people find comfort in being in a crowd or being with somebody or sleeping next to somebody. And I just want to put that out there that if that's how you feel, it's who you are. And I understand that. But I want you to know that being alone is probably the most, it's it's not self-discipline, how do you say it? It's, I want to, um... It, nothing's wrong with it. Um, it's not self-deprecating. Self that's what I was thinking of. I had to Google it, you guys. I'm stupid. <laughs> um, it's not self-deprecating. It's more... It's, it's more freeing to be alone and to feel comfortable being alone. I prefer to be alone when I go places because I like to do things that don't require another person having an opinion on it. I'm not saying that I don't like hanging out with my friends. I love hanging out with my friends and I love being around people. Um, but at the end of the day, I am also very comfortable being alone and I will always be comfortable being alone. And I think that that's something that we need to normalize more um, in order to be truly happy. You don't need a person to make you happy and you don't need to always have somebody around your arm to feel valued. Value yourself. Love yourself. Okay. My ascendant is in Leo. My ascendant is my mask I present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how you often... And how you come off to people when you first meet. Someone say it... Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. It changes every two hours so it doesn't make sense. Text your mom to... Con if it, so if it doesn't make sense, text your mom to confirm your birth time. Um, my ascendant is in Leo... Meaning I come across as bright, good-natured, and magnetic. 
Your energy makes you seem either like a know-it-all or like a live wire, but always the center of attention. That's funny and it's so ironic because as it, as it says, it changes in like it it changes every two hours. It all it makes sense. I think for me, more it depends on a person and the energy that they give off. I like to be bright, you know, present, happy, talkative. I like to talk and I like people to know that I'm there. <coughs> um, but. <coughs> If I present myself like that in the beginning and then somebody's more like calm, cool, and collected, I kind of match their energy and I'm not so like bubbly and like bright and like loud. You know, I like people to feel comfortable and I like people to like know that I'm there and I um, I don't need to like, I don't need to um, be so upfront and self, like not self-centered and center of attention. You know, I like to give people their pedestal as well and I like to be able to give them a voice and for them to understand that it's okay to talk and just be there. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's it for that. Uh, my Mercury is in Aries, and it determines how I communicate, talk, think, and process information. It also indicates how I learn. Um, it is the mind's planet, meaning you're intelligent. Your in intellect is quick, independent, impatient, energetic, and direct. You think fast and start conversations with enthusiasm. That's what I said. You're like you're likely to yell. Um, my Mercury is in my ninth house, meaning I'm curious about and inclined to analyze what I believe in, how I learn politics, phys philosophy, and my personal ethics. Um, and I, I I like to touch on the independent part because I do feel like I'm very independent, and I've become more independent over the last. Few, um, several months of my life. Um, I also am very a very fast learner. I think I think very quickly. My mind's in a million different places at once. That's why I like have a hard time processing words um, when I am thinking about what I want to say. Um, I'm I'm impatient at times. Very yes, energetic so much more than I ever used to be. Um, and I'm also very direct. I like to get to the point and I don't like to beat around the bush. I'm very much that kind of person and I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, especially more now so than ever because I just know that in my life right now I don't have a lot of time to waste. Um, and I want to, I want to get things down, down and done. You know, I don't have three months to waste on talking to another person. When I'm ready, I'm ready. And I'm not going to spend my life waiting. Why do you need to wait? Don't wait. Just do it. Okay, um, my Venus is in Aries, determines how and what you love, how you express affection, and the qualities you're attracted to. It means I'm, that your romantic side is enthusiastic, impulsive, and direct, which is what I said. You fall in love quickly, and I fall out of love just as fast. You tend to be forthright and direct with your crushes, even if you haven't confessed. You make a lot of inside jokes, touch them a lot, and maintain eye contact. You alternate between seeming demanding and disinterested in the relationship. It's in my eighth house, meaning that for you, love is often expressed in darkness, taboos, rebirth, sex, and transformation. Um, I do want to say that I do fall in love quickly, and I will fall out of love just as quickly. Um, that's fucking true. I'll say it out here, and I'll say it right now. I, I get attached to people very easily, not because I, I feel alone. But because I like people, and I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, and I will continue to do that regardless of how people treat me and wrong me. Um, you can tell me you love me one day, and then the next day you don't want anything to do with me. That's fine, because you can hurt me. I will say it, and I say it all the time. You can break my heart, but you cannot break my soul. 
my soul is deeper than my heart. It holds a lot more than my heart. My heart holds a lot of love and care for people, but my soul holds holds depth, trust, communication abilities, um, self-deprecation. It holds literally every aspect about me, and that's what makes me enlightening. I've heard that multiple times. I didn't need somebody to tell me that in order for me to know that. I know that about myself. I know who I am. I know myself better than anybody knows me. You know, I don't really come across as like the person that I am a lot of the times, but I do my best and I try and I'm not perfect and I will always say that. You can break my heart, but don't you ever fucking think that you can break my soul or my trust. I have faith in people. I have faith in in humanity. People may suck, but that does not mean that the universe sucks. And I know that. So I can be so into somebody. And I will be into you. If I like you, I will be into you. And I will tell you that. But if you're not ready to accept the love that I'm willing to give, you bet your ass that I'm out of there in a second and I'm back on the market the next day. Because I am. Because I have no time to waste. Again, I am direct. I am, I like you. What are we doing about it? Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't, you're not sure? Thank you. Next. Ariana Grande, bitch. I'm telling you right now. Now that I've been able to meet new people, not one person that I've met that's new hasn't let me down. And that's fine. That's fucking fine. You know, because not like I'm not used to being let down. As fucked up as it is to say like that, it's true. People will let you down before you're able to let them down. When in reality, and this is the sad part, they'll say their excuses. Well, I don't know you. Of course you don't fucking know me. You didn't didn't make an effort to know me. You didn't get a chance to know me. Had you got a chance to know me, you would have understood that I wouldn't break your heart. I've never broken a heart in my life that didn't break mine first. And not not in a bitchy way. Not to say... You broke my heart, I'm going to do something to you that's going to break your heart. No. When you break my heart and you break my trust, you're automatically on my shit list and I want nothing to do with you. And if that breaks your heart, you should have thought about breaking mine first. That's what I have to say to the people that have wronged me or done me wrong. You think you got me? You didn't. I am a strong motherfucking person. I've learned more about myself in the last seven months than I thought I knew in the last seven years. So you can tell me you don't know me. Damn fucking right you don't know me. And I'm glad you don't because you don't deserve to anyways. There's a lot to me. There's a lot of layers. One of those layers is being able to understand that I want to be better than the scars that I have from people that have let me down. If you're not that kind of person, you're not on my level. I don't need you. If because you're hurt and because you've been wronged, you want to wrong other people, that's fucking fine. But you're not gonna wrong me. You're not gonna. You're not gonna continue to wrong me. You're not. I'm not gonna let you do any more damage than you already did. I'm already damaged. I'm in the process of fixing myself. I trust people. I don't trust you. And I feel like once you lose my trust, that's it. So yeah. Fucking break my heart. I'm not scared of it. 
So if I like you, I'm going to tell you. If you don't understand what that means, fuck out of my life. Bye. Just like that, guys. It's literally easy. It's so easy to get rid of people. Easier said than done, but it's very easy once you realize that you're worth more. And that's what I did. Okay, so my Mars is in Taurus. Um, it's the planet of aggression. Determines how you assert yourself, take action, and energy that surrounds you, particularly in your sex life, your ambitiousness, and when you're angry. Meaning you assert yourself in a way that is practical, concrete, and relaxed, and you push things forward stubbornly. You rarely make the first move. It's in your 10th house, meaning you put a lot of energy into your goals, sex, and goals, success, and responsibility. That was the whole talking to me. Um, but yeah, um, I am very much, I put a lot of meaning into my energies, my energy, I put a lot of energy into my goals, success, and responsibility, because I know that that's all I have at the end of the day, um, and I can go more, I can, if I click on this right here, if I click on my Venus, um, I can go more into my relationships. Make an offer to get my full reading. What is this? Okay, I put an offer for $3. Where you're coming from. Your family structure made you controlling. It put a big heart inside of you, but is also tampered with your foundation. You survived by convincing yourself that you like to give in. You always believe that in the past, that the past is gone, that tomorrow may never arrive. This has the unfortunate side effect of making you feel like you had to wear a mask. You pri you prioritize external security over internal security. You scared you scared away anyone who tried to challenge the predictable emotional world you've created. That sounds like WandaVision. <laughs> I might be Scarlet Witch, guys. Just saying. No, um, I've, I'll, I'll read more about that on the next podcast if I'm able to get my offer accepted. Um, now I'm going to talk about my Jupiter is in Pisces, and it's the social planets. It, Jupiter rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. It is also very philosophical. I don't know how to say that. I grow and find understanding through empathy, dreaminess, and compassion. It's in my eighth house, meaning I find success through sexuality and transformation. Which, amen. Um, my other social planet is in Aries. It rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Um, I struggle with aggression, impatience, defensiveness, hastiness, and conceit. Conceit? It's in my ninth house, meaning I had I've had difficulties with the creation of personal meaning. That one's a little hard to, to um to cope with, to be honest with you. So I'm gonna skip over and explaining that. My Uranus stays in each time for seven years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. My Uranus is in Aquarius, meaning other generations are shocked by my generation's unconventional conventionality intellectuality and detachedness it's in my seventh house meaning that for me this manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about close relationships and long-term partnerships my neptune is in aquarius 
stays around for 14 years. It rules a generation more than a person. It rules dreams, imagination, and unconsciousness. Um, it means your entire generation finds inspiration through detached an analysis and intellectual pursuits. It's in my sixth house, meaning that for me, this manifests in my ideal verging on unrealistic and impractical about routines. Ah, and then my last one, my Pluto. It's it stays into it stays in each sign for up to thirty years. It means it rules a generation more than a person. It rules in power, intensity, obsession, and control. My Pluto is in Sagittarius, meaning your generation's psyche is comparatively positive, free-spirited, curious, optimist, optimistic, forward-looking, independent, and confident. It's in your fifth house, meaning you are meaning you personally are transforming outdated definitions of romance, creativity, and pleasure. Um, so that's it for my chart. Um, oof. So you so when you get onto the app, you just kind of put in like your date of birth, um, your your you know date of birth, and then also the time of when you were born is a big factor. So you need to look at your birth certificate, or maybe ask your mom or your dad about what time you were born, um, because that plays a big role in all of your um, in all of your signs. Um, so I'm gonna go back on here, and I'm gonna go through my updates, and this is today's update. Um, every every day it changes, um, and something to think. Whoops, I had the microphone. Something to think about today is the trick is to know enough that you don't have to say a word, which is what I read to you the first time. That'll give it'll give you that quote when you open the app. Um, every day it's a new one. Let's see. So. I just had it, and it, okay, there it goes. So, here's what my update is for today, and I will get more depth into it once I'm done reading it. Um, today, it feels like your brain is working overtime. You fuss over every little thing and dwell on the worst case scenario. Breathe in and out slowly. Notice your chest rise and fall. You already know what your instincts are, and that's a start. This month... You have the potential to grow. You just have to push everything, every thought into its potential conclusion. There is no small feat for a person who argues to exercise their mental muscles. Trust your instincts. Your main challenge right now is to start out your life and become more efficient. Don't center the story around how people wound you. Center it on what you no longer stand for. Um, this is my first time reading this, and I'm getting teary-eyed because that's crazy. Um, I told you guys in the beginning of this podcast that my mind is, like, everywhere right now. I don't know why. It's just, like, one of those days where I'm just thinking about every little thing that I've been through and every little thing that I've dealt with in my life and every little thing that people have put on me and have made me feel about myself. And today is the day where I, I wanted something to come through that just made me stop thinking about that. And I, I, I tell you guys, the the universe works in mysterious ways. That was something I fucking needed right now. That's crazy. Um, this app, this app's crazy, you guys. I will tell you right now, like, you need to download this app. You need, it gives you, like, a peace of mind. Um, it just gives you a peace of mind. So, if you scroll down, um... Your power, um, this is my power to today and I my creative flow. Um, 
my your mercury in Aries transformed your directness into a special power. This is the moment to mobilize your untamed impulses and sharpen the machine of your mind. Skept skepticism should not be punished, but celebrated. People who don't push don't help push ideas forward. My transits. Uh, boredom allowing for thinking. Um, so you have a desire to expand your significant relationships. There will be a chance opportunity that affects the way you articulate yourself. You have a tendency to be self-centered. Try to be attentive to the needs of others. Most new ways of living are uncomfortable. Do it anyways. This opportunity will see its beginnings in the new ideas you've been craving along with the circumstances surrounding significant relationships. Keep an eye, op eye on opening up your relationship. This opportunity might be one of your creation or one that falls into your lap. Pay attention to doorways that are newly open to you. Um, Jupiter is currently two signs away from where Mercury was when you were born. That angle sextile brings forth ease, opportunity, and luck. Jupiter stands for growth and imagination. Mercury represents thinking and communication. Um, so it just shows you a, like a map of um, like where where the planets were or the time you were born. I'm not sure exactly. I, I'm, I just downloaded this app and I'm, I'm learning a lot more about the terms and like the, the way things work and I will give you an update on that um, eventually. Um, so I'm gonna read this one right here. This is communications enhancing thinking. You've been analyzing the deepest parts of your, of your, of your psyche. You will have a bit of luck relating to the way you articulate yourself. This happy coincidence will see its beginnings in new ideas you've been craving along with circumstances surrounding your deep truths. Deep truths. This luck might relate to how you can escape a rut you've been in and how you've overcome things in the past and in how you've reduced balance. Um, and then Mercury is one sign away, 30 degrees away. One sign, 30 degrees away. Each sign is 30 degrees, by the way. Away from when it was when you were born. The angle semi-sextiles understood as positive, bringing forth good timing. Mercury stands for thinking and communication. Inspiration allowing for action. Your horizons are broadening because of the deepest parts of your sight. There will be a chance opportunity that affects your natural drive for action. Try to be more adaptable than, you're, than you usually are right now. Keep a notebook by your bed and be ready to take notes. Which is really fucking weird. I, I was writing a bunch of thoughts down yesterday and I have my notebook sitting on my desk. No shit. And I'll take a picture and show you guys like right now after I'm done recording this. This opportunity will see its new its beginnings in your career or social life where they meet with deep truths. Keep an eye out on how you really feel about your social status or deep fears about what you're doing with your life. This opportunity might be one of your creations or one that falls into your lap. Pay attention to doorways that are newly open to you. Neptune is currently two signs away from where Mars was when you were born. The angle sextile brings forth ease, opportunity, and luck. Neptune stands for transcendence and inspiration. Mars represents action. Um... It's um 
there's a lot honestly I'm I can't go into all of these right now I'm already at 45 minutes but if you want me to do a part two on tomorrow's days if you want me to let me get let me know if you guys want me to like start out all of my um podcasts with my with my co-star chart and my updates and stuff like that because I can totally do that um but um but yeah I um, there's a lot that goes into this app and I'm going to explore it a little bit more and I'm going to understand it a little bit more and then I will come back and I will probably more likely be able to, um, give you guys information on what's going on. Um, there's a lot. I'm looking right now at what else I could probably read. If you want, this is my magnet, my magnetism. If you want courage to guide your ability to act, activate your talents and skills, who you are in the world changes depending on the circumstance and the objective. It's your job to figure out who you need to be and how to shift. Self-respect. You are here to learn to accept viewpoints that are different from your own. And right now, you're able to apply this knowledge to your everyday life. Think about respecting yourself. Feel yourself opening up, growing bigger, taking pride in your scars, letting all of your past selves shine through which is really beautiful. Um, uncharted waters. Your relationship to planning and goals is polarized. This time, experiment with your significant relationships. You get to articulate the level of commitment you want. Be brave and do it. And this is what I want to talk about real quick, which is stress, trouble, the last one. It would be too simplistic to say that people with their Saturn and Aries are domineering. You're complicated and you're working hard to face challenges with courage. You may feel extra frustrated by your own progress right now. Pay attention to the habitual things when bad feelings start to come up. Ass kissing is never admirable or memorable or good for the gut. I want to take a moment for that part. I want to take a moment for that part. Why do I want to take a moment for that part? And I'm going to re I'm going to reiterate it. Ass kissing is never admirable, memorable, or good for the gut. Amen, co-star. Amen. They're very um this app is way more um blunt than the pattern and my friend had mentioned that to me and I understand that now. Um and so I like it. Um yeah, it's literally just in order for um, you guys to understand a little bit more, you guys would need to download the app and see it for yourself. I tell you right now, it's um, very freaking, it's very freaking good. Like, it's, it's, it's on there. It's on spot. You know, at the end of the day, you guys know who you are. And deny it all you want. Deny that you're not self-centered and deny that you're not complicated or you're not, you don't, like, need self-validation. You know if you do, you do. And I'm not afraid to admit that about myself, but it's, I'm not afraid to also say that I'm working on that because I want to be in a more independent and I want to be able to feel like I'm not um, dependent on other, on other people, you know? And that's, that's something that I'm willing to say that I do, but I'm willing to work on that and understand that that's not who I am for the rest of my life. You have, you have the capability to change and do things that you want to do as long as you're willing to do them, as long as you're willing to change them, as long as you're willing to accept it first because accepting a problem is the first step in making a change to the problem. 
you need to understand more now than ever and nobody else is going to understand this for you and this is something that took me a while to learn is that nobody's going to tell you who you are the right people won't tell you who you are if somebody's trying to tell you who you are they're not the right people and I think that you need to reevaluate who you are trusting and putting your trust in and giving your heart to and giving your mind and creativity to and you need to understand that some people just aren't there for your best interest they're there for a learning lesson and don't get rid of them so fast unless there's something that need to get rid of real quickly I would get rid of it as soon as possible but take it as a learning lesson in the end don't take it as a loss you lose a lot in your life but you gain something right back after the loss whether it's your strength whether it's your independence whether it's your happiness whether it's your ability to be more aware of who you are anything you gain something you you gain something as fast as you lose something um Maybe not right away sometimes, but for the most part, nothing you lose is a loss. Anything you lose is not meant for you. Um, and it starts by making a change. So I, I would just like to put that out there. Um, and this app kind of helps me cope with like my feelings and it kind of helps me understand why I'm feeling certain ways. And it gives me advice on how to come forth and out of those um, certain like characteristics and how to better them. Which is something that I've been doing for my whole entire life, basically, is how learning to be a better person. And I will say I'm a better person now than I was back then. There's a lot of things about me that I'm not proud of that I've done in the past. Um, but I'm willing to admit that and to accept it and to say that's not who I am anymore. And I believe people change. People do. And people can. And you're not the same person you were 10 years ago or 5 years ago. Even last year, you learned so much in everyday life. And it's okay to say that maybe you're not maybe you're not sure about where you are right now. Or maybe you're not sure about where your life is headed right now. Maybe you're not happy right now. Maybe you are happy right now. Maybe you're learning who you are. Maybe you just got out of a breakup and you're finding out what your next move is. I'm here to tell you that you don't need to do it so quickly. Take some time to, to grieve, to cope with your feelings, your emotions. Take some time to understand what happened to you and acknowledge that it hurts if it does. Don't let you don't let your mind tell you that you don't need to deal with this. You do. Whether or not you want to deal with it, it's gonna happen one way or another. You need to allow yourself to be able to understand where it hurts and why. And why you feel the need to cry about it. Or to be angry or to break something over it. Just let your heart feel. Because your heart is so strong. Your heart is, most of the time, it powers more than your mind. You lead with your heart, especially if you're a woman. We're natural caregivers. We do everything with emotion. Whether we want to believe it or not, most of us do. You know, and it's just our way of thinking, but it makes us beautiful. And it makes us who we are. And I wanted to put that out here. For anybody who might need it, if you're going through a hard time right now, if there's something you're not happy about or if there's something that has wronged you or something that makes you feel like you're not valued or worth anything, like you don't have any validation, I'm here to tell you that that's not true. It's only true if you make it true. But if you sit there and you tell yourself that you're valued, that no matter what happens, you're going to be okay as long as you have you and as long as you're living another day, it's not true. 
you, your life is what you make of it. And I've taken a lot of self-reflection to learn that, but I've learned and dealt with me being the problem sometimes. And it's okay to admit that sometimes you're the problem. Sometimes your mood reflects on your inability to process or understand what's going on in your life. And that's it. So I wanted to put that out here today as another podcast episode. Um, You're not alone. I say it and I will reiterate it over and over again. You're never alone. Um, And that's it. So um, I wanted to end the podcast there. It's already at 53 minutes, which is a pretty good time and way to end this. Um, If you need to talk more, if you want to talk more, my DMs are always open. Give me your number. Let's text. Let's talk about it. Um, And yeah, I don't really have much else to say right now. You're not alone. And you won't be. You have me. You don't feel like you have anybody else. I promise you that. Um, And so I'm going to end that here. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys are listening to this, if you guys finished it, I want you to know that everything's okay. You will be okay. And as long as you realize that and understand that, you'll be okay. Um, make sure to download the app CoStar um, and put your information in there get it out there and then DM me and let me know how you like it I hope you guys love it as much as I do it is one of the best um, apps I've ever I'm more into it right now than I am Yelp Yelp was like my favorite app at the moment and now I'm just like diving into this app with like new information about me and things that pertain to me specifically and I understand a little bit more about my emotions and the way I handle myself. So yeah. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. And I, I hope to um, find you guys back here on the Sauce Podcast next time. Um, bye. <laughs>